the WrestleGeddon Podcast. For over three years, the best of the worst wrestling podcast. Fans, welcome to another edition of the WrestleGeddon Podcast, and we are kicking that forbidden door wide open, walking in with our muddy shoes and saying, fuck you. I'm your host, Chris Heat Matthews, joined by your other two hosts, as always, Garrett G. Money Mun and the Tennessee Jesus Carl Crossland. Fellas, what's going on this week? Not much. Not much. Not much. In a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep, in a bar in Nashville, Tennessee. Carl wanted to take me on a trip this time, so he decided to... Uh, Take me through Nashville. We've been in a bar all day. Been up since yep. like 6 a.m. when the bar's open. Yep. Been drinking, eating Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, we Except did. for Gary. He's just been eating regular chicken. He's a bitch. And it's been, you know... Hanging out with all the bachelorette Ritz and all the bachelorette parties. Uh, me and Garrett's been telling them we're gay, so they'll hang out with us. And you know, been you know, gonna crash time. some weddings. <laughs> I wouldn't say crashing any weddings. You know, you know, we just make it interesting for people on their last night of freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. Good times. Well, Garrett does. You know, I'm married, so you know, I'm an honest, <laughs> loyal husband. You're I mean, an honest, I mean, married gay man. To be fair, <laughs> basically married. <laughs> oh, awesome. More random adventures of Garrett and Carl. Oh, awesome. Which brings us to the random band entrance theme of the week. Let's hit that shit. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who knows who they got? So random. For fuck's sake. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know something crazy? I was. <laughs> I was going to, at the beginning of the week, I was thinking about saying that me and Garrett went to the underwater music festival, but then, like, all that stuff happened with the submarine, and I was like, it might be too soon. <laughs> the submarine I was being controlled by a video game controller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Oh, awesome. All right, Randall Van scene this week, we had... None other than His Royal Highness, the King of Pop, Mr. Michael Jackson. Awesome stuff there. Love Michael Jackson. Always been a fan of MJ. Even throughout his crazy hanging kids over the balcony days. Yeah, not too many people don't like Michael Jackson. 
I haven't really met too many people that have said, I hate Michael Jackson. I can't stand his music. It's like asking people if they want a parfait and they turn around and say, hell no, I don't want no damn parfait. Like it just doesn't happen. The only thing that was like weird is, um, like, uh, when I was pulling up my songs, like listening through like the ones I was wanting to go, some of them were like listed as like classic rock, and I'm like, what? Like as a genre? Classic rock. I'm like, I'm like, this is not my fucking classic rock. <laughs> well, I don't know. Did they have? like self classified as pop like back in like the seventies, early eighties? Or was everything well, the, stuff just, I was like... to, the, the, the stuff I was listening to was like from the nineties though. Oh yeah, nineties definitely pop was like yeah. genre. Oh huh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I who guess wants to go enough yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to go first? Uh I can if y'all want me to. That's make fun. it easier or harder on you, depending on if y'all pick my song or not. Um, so on mine, I decided to go with the the first uh, Michael Jackson album that I owned. Uh, it was a cassette tape, and uh, I had uh, "Dangerous," and uh, that's the song I chose. Is, is "Dangerous" is my my intro music. Awesome. awesome. Nice thing. Right. Garrett, what you got? All right. I figured that uh, if I'm going to be wrestling somebody, that they're probably going to want to start something. I figured (laughs) may as well want to be starting something. Nice. There's there's not a bad Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson song, like, really. Mm Um, I had mine narrowed down to three uh, Just in case you guys picked ones I had But uh, the one I'm going with Is because I am in fact A smooth criminal That's right Awesome Love Michael Jackson I love Michael Jackson My kids love Michael Jackson Parenting win. <laughs> oh, good stuff. All right, Carl, what we got for next week? We have uh, another one of uh, Garrett's favorite, Imagine Dragon. I actually despise Imagine Dragon. Because you hate the drum, man. It's like, like your drum, All like... Imagine Dragon songs sound the same. They, they kind of do. Like, I, I, I liked it for a very brief time, and then they just kept releasing songs that sounded identical, and they were just getting way too popular. And I was like, "But this sounds the same." And hey, I was like, "You just hate the germ." Say no, no, I hate it because <laughs> I don't like them. They're not good. Well, I'm gonna say they're all right. I mean, they're not the best band by far or nothing but I mean I don't change the channel when they come on I'd rather listen to Nickelback oh my god (laughs) really Um, I wouldn't go that far (laughs) I would 
Uh, my kids love to Imagine Dragons, and every time they're in the car, it's I have to listen to freaking Believers. But so this the is the thing. Songs. This is the thing. Nickelback is a disgrace to rock music. I wouldn't say Imagine Dragons is a disgrace to any music. They're just so, not that good. So why is Nickelback a disgrace to rock music? Because they're garbage. Why are they garbage? Because they are. Don't ask questions <laughs> that you don't need answers to. You know, you know this whole thing like anti-Nickelback thing came out from an episode of South Park. Well, I hated Nickelback before <laughs> South Park even did anything. So I know. For me, for me, uh, the fucking photograph song. Uh, that one, that killed it for me. Like everything up that. until that point wasn't bad. And then like that song um, was just just killed Nickelback. I didn't, I didn't like that, and I didn't like the the rock star song. Yeah, that one was bad too. Uh, what was the other one too? That well, I, I every time I heard it, I hated it. Uh, shit, what was it? I can't even remember it now. Oh, uh. Far Away, I think, was the name of it. Every time that like that song came on, it just like, hurt my ears. <laughs> and I worked with a guy that, like, uh, that loved it and, like, had to listen to that bullshit. Nickelback's the greatest band since fucking Motley Crue. Like, what the fuck, dude? Shut the up. <laughs> oh, I definitely want to definitely want to go that far. Like, this dude, like, I don't know why he was, like, a, a fan of Nickelback because, like, he always claimed that, like, the best rock came from the 80s. So I was like, yeah, man, 80s had the best rock. Like, and they did. Right. They did. Uh, oh, the 80s just had hair metal. Like, that was. Yeah. I mean, I don't get me wrong. There's a couple of, like good songs came out of the 80s, but like 60s and 70s was probably like way better. Or even the 50s probably was better for rock and roll than the 80s. Yeah, but it's definitely. I know Garrett probably disagrees because his favorite bands, uh, like fucking, was it Quiet? It was a Quiet Riot. It was some like some dumbass band. He always <laughs> talks about that. Like, um, uh, our favorite band is Rush. Rush, that's it. Fucking Rush. <laughs> oh my Come god! Feel the is that Rush? No, that's Quiet Riot. That's what I say. I was like, Rush is like uh, the only song from Rush I know is fucking Tom Sawyer, I think. That's all I know, too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even like a good song. Like, I don't like that song. I just know it because of the that played on the radio. Oh, man.
Good stuff. All right, let's hop over to the elite figure of the week. And this week we are taking a look at the elite Andrade. Celebrate Andrade's return to AEW on Collision this week, which is a very underrated and awesome figure. So that'll be up on our social media whenever I get around to it. Yeah, look out for that. Right. Awesome stuff there. So let's hop over to the news. What's in the news? What's in the news? Some of the big news coming out of Impact this week. Moose has signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling, and it is the longest deal in Impact history. So Moose is not going anywhere for a while. How long was the deal for? I, they didn't say like it. Moose didn't say or Impact didn't say how long it was for, but it's. I'm sure it's for quite a, quite a long time. No. Remember when we thought Impact wasn't going to be around for like the next year or so? Yeah, that's like, like a time where I think everyone's going to go to business. <laughs> But then no, they can't like the last couple of years they've been like they've been pretty solid. No, they've been impact's been pretty solid the last few years. Um like but I know especially when like Hogan and Bischoff were there and it was just like got really bad for that time frame. They just could not recover from that. Like up until yeah. that point, impact was awesome. And then it's like boom, they just hit like a downward spiral. And then it took them like switching over to Anthem. And then, like, yeah. revamping stuff and getting rid of Dixie Carter and all that just to uh, bring it back up again. Yeah. But uh, Moose, man, he's a, he's been a solid addition to Impact. I mean, I kind of like to see him move up into the big leagues. But, I mean, uh, nothing wrong with being the, the big fish in the little pond. Yeah. Uh, he said um, he's been treated very well his tenure so far with Impact. Um, he wants to stick around. He wants to be known as Mr. Impact. So when you yeah. think Impact Wrestling, he wants to be like the top of that list above guys yeah. like AJ Styles, Daniels, and Samoa Joe. Yeah. I mean, plus, you know, too, you don't really know what WWE will, you know, do to you when you sign with them. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, we're going to change your name to fucking Elk. Squirrel. <laughs> 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 We're gonna pair you up with a little guy named Squirrel, and you'll be Moose and Squirrel. <laughs> I want you to talk my Canadian accent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, who knows? Uh, at least he would have been on TV on WWE Impact. He probably would, or on um, AW, he probably wouldn't sitting in catering. Yeah, he'd be like one of the other guys they don't use. Yeah. Oh, man, except, awesome. for the, except for the 90s ABs. Like, yeah. To go, we're celebrating Pride Month. Let's, uh, let's put Nyla Rose and Sunny Kiss on TV. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what else we got? Some, some AW news. The uh, brackets for the Owen Hart tournament have been released. On this week's Dynamite. 
Sorry, I'm not prepared. I did not have them have this pulled up already. So excuse me for a second while I whip this out. Okay, so we are looking for the men's matches. We've got CM Punk versus Kojima, um, which is actually supposed to be Punk versus Kenta. We'll circle back to that here in a second. Uh, Roderick Strong versus Samoa Joe. Uh, Dustin Rhodes versus Powerhouse Hobbs. And Juice Robinson versus Ricky Starks for the men's side. Uh, women's side, we have Britt Baker versus Ruby Soho. Anna JAS versus Sky Blue. Nyla Rose versus Willow Nightingale. And Athena versus Billy Starks. It's two Starks. Why do you need two Starks? One's with an S, one's with a Z. Really? Okay. Um, so let's circle back to uh, the CM Punk uh, Kenta supposed match. Um, apparently, Kenta had backed out from the uh, Owen Hart tournament. What's your guys' thoughts on he, that? Is he injured or something? Or? No, he just said he wasn't going to participate. It's probably because his best friend are the Young Bucks. And because they hate him, he's got to hate him. <laughs> that's my yeah. guess. That, that's what um, uh, so you think he just don't want to think he just don't want to wrestle punk? And that's that's my thing because Kenta's been like begging to wrestle punk for years, like begging to get in the ring with punk, like calling him out like every chance that he gets, and then he, they finally put him in a match together, and then Kenta backs out. I think it's because. There, it's not like a meaningful match. It's yeah. just like a throwaway match for this Owen Hart tournament, which is probably going to have Punk go over anyway. So Kenta is probably yeah. like, you know, fuck this. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, if I'm going to lose, I want like more of a build up for it. So, yeah. But, yeah, I could understand that. But, like, that's, that's one of the big things too. Like, you can't just like, Tony Khan's just like, you know, fuck it. Let's, you know, do this and give the people what they want. Like, you can't do that all the time. Like, just give us, no. you know, a decent storyline and a decent build up for this stuff. Yeah, you need to build up to stuff like that. It's like uh, uh, the Stone Cold thing. Like, you know, a lot of people at the time, especially Vince, like, shitting on Stone Cold. But, I mean, if you think about his decision, it's like, like, he didn't mind putting Brock Lesnar over. Is this like you're going to do it on like a, a SmackDown uh, show and not like a pay per view or something and yeah. have a build to it? It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it doesn't make sense and it doesn't mean anything. That's the problem. <clears throat> I think if they, if like they built it up like prior to Forbidden Door, like we knew Punk was coming back. Why don't we have like the whole return of punk for collision? Like I wouldn't have announced it. Like I know why they announced it because they wanted people to watch collision, but like I would have advertised Kenta being there for yeah. build up for forbidden door and have Kenta like do as much stuff as possible, either pre-recorded or, you know, on AEW TV to help build forbidden door and then just start calling out like, come, like I want punk. Where's punk? I'm here for punk. 
like it builds up that way and then punk finally comes out in that debut edition of collision and him and kenta are in the ring face to face or or you announce punk's coming and, and then kenta shows up and no GTS no no no. Is- <laughs> no it's mu- punk's music hits and then you see kenta drag punk's body out because he fucked him up yeah There were things they could have done that made this match by now. But Absolutely. They just did it. And, and that's isn't the, Tony Khan's a cracked out fuck. The biggest thing with AEW, too, is like they don't understand that the casual fans are where you're going to increase your business. WWE has that down to a science. They target the casual fans. You think all the yeah. video packages, like everything like that. Like to to recap story arcs and you know introduce new wrestlers like new characters all this other stuff. AEW doesn't do that. They just yeah, expect AEW. you to know who these people are. AEW is like a it's like a kid playing GM. Move, you know what I mean? It's like yep. You get them sometimes. You get matches you want to see and stuff, but it's like you don't have like any kind of build or anything. It's just like somebody just. Like randomly trying to make matches because they can. Yeah. And that's all that's what it boils down to. Like your casual fans are where your money is going to be at. You want to increase your ratings, yeah. you want to increase your ticket sales and your profits. Casual fans is where you need and to that's why, And that's why at Forbidden Door, main event should be Ryback versus Goldberg. And <laughs> <you're> fucking... <laughs> I, I second, I second that. <laughs> oh, I definitely would not be paying for that pay per view if that was the main event. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to pay for it anyway, but I'm just saying. So <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't do you, be. <laughs> do you think the special guest referee should be at? I was thinking, like, they like Kurt Angle, maybe. Or what? Robert Goldberg? Yeah. Robert Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. Special guest. No, dude. You're... No, you like a... no, you just got to put Aubrey in there. Put Aubrey in there. It's <laughs> the only ref you need. You don't need a special guest referee. It's just Aubrey. <laughs> and then Karen Jarrett can come out of the crowd and pull her out of the ring. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. Oh, man. Uh, a little bit more on this Owen Hart tournament. Um, so Adam Cole's not in the tournament this year, but Britt Baker is, and you know, they both won the tournament last year and they got those nice, you know, Owen Hart tournament championship belts, right? Mm-hmm. I think what they should do, it's like, I'm thinking about this since they announced the tournament and the brackets and stuff like Adam Cole and Britt Baker should be automatically in the final match and whoever wins the other matches they have to defend that Owen Hart title against that person. The only thing with that is, like, what if somebody wins and they're not with a company next year? Well, I mean, like, they got that working relationship with New Japan anyway, so that's those are the only people that are in the tournament besides the AEW roster members are a couple people from New Japan. Yeah, no, but, I mean, it's because they're on their... Uh, AEW roster this year. I don't mean they're going to be on the AEW roster next year. Uh, that's true, yeah. too. So, 
I didn't think about that. I just figured like, cause you know how every time I mean, they I, did that, that diamond ring battle Royal, like MJF was in every single one of them. Yeah. So, and then he won all three of them. So I was just like going along that lines. Cause it's almost like he's in there, like defending, you know, that diamond he's, ring. So like nobody else ring. can snag it from him. So. That's just my thought on that one. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. that's a good that's a good counterpoint to it. So I didn't think about that. So thank you. Oh, cool. So, um, that was pretty much all I had for news this week. I don't have really have anything else. Unless you guys got something I may have missed. I know. All right, good stuff, good stuff. All right, let's pop over to instant replay. Let's talk some highlights from this week. Um, let's kick it off here. Um, the debut edition of Collision. Did you guys get a chance to check that out? I did not. Um, I did. Um, kind of sucked. There's this guy named uh, named Paul on there. Or sorry, Phil. I, I don't even know his fucking name. Uh, and he kind of sucked, kind of like ran his mouth and, uh, said a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and, uh, I wish he wasn't there, but you know, whatever. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. But, uh, yeah, you know, when they announced Punk's return, ticket sales went up and then, um, for multiple AEW events. Um, but the, uh, the debut edition of collision ratings were 830,000. It's like some change. It's not bad for a Saturday for eight o'clock Saturday wrestling show. Um, if you consider what people are doing at eight o'clock on the Saturday night. Yep. Wasn't bad. Um, punks promo, pretty much a standard promo. Um, we really didn't get anything out of that. The, uh, you know, what I have in this bag, you know, is mine until someone can pin me or submit me for it. Like we all know it's the, uh, the AW world championship cause punk never lost it. He was stripped of it. Um, after the, the brawl out. So, um, so does that mean I can go up to punk and say, Hey, I want to wrestle you for that bag and yeah. then we'll wrestle for the bag. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> They're actually gonna have a a money in the bag ladder match for it. Money in the oh, bag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh yeah. But I didn't think his promo was bad. Uh the main event was pretty solid. Um we got a little bit more uh, revisited history between Samoa Joe and CM Punk. Um of course the the stuff with FTR and Bullet Club Gold. It's all that kind of tied in together, but that wasn't it on that show. We had a couple of returns. Um, Andrade finally back from injury, taking out Buddy Matthews in a hell of a match. Um, I would probably say this card. was the, the match of the night for Collision. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Great to see Andrade back. You got a huge reaction from the crowd, huge pop. Uh, same thing with Miro. Miro returned and um, squashed Tony Nice. So. 
huge pop for Miro too. Glad to see Miro back from catering. <laughs> oh man, awesome stuff. So um Wardlow versus Luchasaurus wasn't too bad. Um <laughs> I don't know where they're going with this, with uh, Luchasaurus winning the TNT title and then Christian just taking the title, acting like he won it. <laughs> like I don't know if I missed something in there or not, but <laughs> Um, just more great heel work from Christian. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, the match is what that match was what you expected from uh, two meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. <laughs> I like people slap. <laughs> Especially two big meaty men slapping meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta love two meaty men slapping meat. It <laughs> was awesome. Uh, let's see. The other thing that came out of this, I really want that CMFTR shirt. That was a pretty banging ass logo. Yep. Loved it. Nice little nod to the Hart Foundation. With all three of them being um Bret Hart fans, so it's pretty cool. So that was collision. So we'll see uh collision this week if um the rating stays uh steady or decrease. Because generally when you have like a premiere like the ratings day the ratings are usually pretty high for that premiere then they kind of like slope off after that but we'll see what happens uh let's move over to monday night raw got a couple things out of here let's go ahead uh trish stratus qualifies for the women's money in the bank ladder match it's surprising to me but uh trish is going to be in a ladder match it's one of the few matches she hasn't participated in in her career why she wants uh, to be in one. Definitely a uh, far cry from a uh, brawn panties match. Well, we don't know what's going to happen. Maybe, you know. Uh, maybe sure be, uh, brawn panties. Brawn panties ladder um, match. Yeah. <laughs> maybe inside the briefcase is a pair of brawn panties, brawn panties. you got to put on to win the match. <laughs> That'd be hard, something that would be something Vince would come up with, too. Like, yeah. like oh, you don't win the money in the bank unless you get you open this this briefcase, which has a bra and panties in it, and then you put them on. <laughs> well, it should be it should be interesting with the way the the ladder match is shaping out. Um, you have Zoe Stark and uh, Trish Stratus in this matchup, so you definitely you got to say that puts those two at an advantage compared to everyone else in the match. Yeah, so they're all working together. Okay, that night. We'll, we'll go over that next week when we do our preview for that one. Um, some more Money in the Bank news. Logan Paul returns to Raw this week and uh, adds himself to the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. Kind of defeats the purpose of everyone else qualifying for the Money in the Bank ladder match when Logan Paul can just come in and say, I'm putting myself in this match. Well, that's why he's a heel. He'd do it the fuck he wants. Yeah. And he probably could buy his way with his Pokemon card. He could be like, hey, Vince, I'll give you this fucking holographic Charizard. If you put me in the money in the bank. And Vince, you know, probably did it. <laughs> Vince probably has no idea what that is. <laughs> well, Vince, man. 
He's an avid Pokemon card collector. Yeah. Vince McMahon's an avid Pokemon card collector. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> he goes way back. Awesome. It's right there. Keeps him next to his uh, Tyrannosaurus and his T Rex skull. <laughs> See, I thought you knew Vince wasn't really into Pokemon. <laughs> I didn't know Vince was early into Pokemon. Yeah, he is. I think uh, Shane or somebody watched it. Uh, with their kids or something, Vince got into it. <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> oh, what else we got? Uh, the main event, uh, KO, Sammy, and Cody versus the Judgment Day. Ooh. It was a pretty solid six-man tag match. Um, yep. Found out that uh, KO might be a rageaholic. <laughs> or at least Sammy believes that KO is a rageaholic. <laughs> he could be. The fuck is this? Uh-huh. There's some like big boob blonde chick on AEW, and there's these two guys in like black hoodies and white masks, like crip walking down the the entrance ramp. Suddenly tag team, man. I guess so. I don't know who this chick is. You don't know who she is? I don't know who she is. Garrett being there? Well, seeing as she said her name is Holly Cameron, I would assume oh, I didn't that's hear what that. her name is. <laughs> I thought I thought you uh like partner from the Indies or something. Right? Yeah. I mean yeah. You don't know? Fucking singing? <laughs> She's singing? What's she singing? <laughs> she started singing and Billy Gunn like fell to the ground. He and said, he he said hell like, oh, no. Hell no. What did she sing? Like? She was just like, just started singing like, hey. All right. Well, you heard it here, y'all. Live breaking news. Uh, a big casted blonde is singing "Hey" in the middle <laughs> of a AW room. Or get out that we could uh, break this on mm. our podcast. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is going on, <laughs> or who these two white guys are that were crip walking down the ramp. See two guys crip walking, you know uh, something's up. Better go run and hide from the crip walkers. 
Max Casker's plugging his ears. <laughs> this chick's like trying to sing and rap. These guys are like break dancing. Yeah. I literally don't know what she's saying anymore. Me either. Is she speaking in English or you know is she Russian or something? I think you're filling I think you're filling up the wrong man, uh whatever your fucking name is. <laughs> she said I know you're into me. <laughs> I think it was Taz goes, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I haven't Don't seen her yet. Let's go one to ten. What would you rate her get? Oh my god. I guess we should get back on task, but I don't even know. Yeah, what let's um what, sorry. What, uh, what's the scale of one to ten, what are you gonna uh rate her get? Well, seeing as she can't sing, that kinda lowers it. Um let's see. I'm gonna well and then now QT's coming out. She about with QT? Her, so is she even... one of the guys in QT's group? Yeah, she, the I think QTV she might thing. Be. Yeah, I think she might be. And yeah. she's in that. Uh, I'm gonna give her like a two now. Oh man, that she'd be hotter than that. The way Chris was describing her, he like stopped the podcast because she can't. I was just trying I to figure out who the hell she was. <laughs> oh. And like, why there's guys in black hoodies and white masks? Well, you're gonna figure out who one is in a second. It's Johnny Elite. I think he's going by like Johnny Television or something now. Johnny TV. Oh, because he's with QT Marshall, QTV, Johnny TV. Yep. Well, who's the other guy? I don't know. Don Michael Montgomery. All right, folks. There you go. Johnny Mundo, John Morrison. The killer guys. So, my bad. One guy's a white guy, the other guy's a black guy. <laughs> I think the black guy was curb walking. I don't know what Morrison was doing. Sorry, Johnny TV. I love how he changes his name for like everything he's doing. <laughs> It's apparently going to be on AEW for a little while. That's good. Well, well speaking of Morrison, uh, Chris Statlander defended the uh, TBS championship against Taya this week, which was a pretty solid women's matchup. Mm-hmm. Quite enjoyed that one. Um, but the biggest news coming out of Dynamite this week, the announcement of the Blind Tag Eliminator Tournament. Which apparently names were drawn at random, and you were paired up randomly. Um, so of course mm-hmm. we get Adam Cole and MJF. Yeah, random, random. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was random. It was random. 
Way I was there when they drew, or when they drew the, the, the straws. So it was. <laughs> uh, they're supposed to. I don't know when they're announcing the rest of them. I mean, I don't they don't have the rest of these teams yet or not. You know. You mean they don't have like a huge announcement to announce the teams? No, not yet. Oh no, looks like they. Is that it? No, that's Forbidden Door. I figure like yeah, that's the final results. Announce it. Yeah, they haven't they haven't announced them yet, so. Um, oh, I completely forgot about that. The clusterfuck at the beginning of the show. The Hardys versus the Guns. The Guns ended up picking the win, picking up the win. Um, and then we have like freaking Bullet Club Gold comes out, and then uh, Ricky Starks comes out, and then FTR comes out, and then CM Punk comes out. <laughs> and then we get, um, a challenge, eight-man tag match challenge for a collision this week with CMFTR and Ricky Starks taking on the guns and uh, Bullet Club Gold. Oh, whole lot of shit going on. So will the guns be joined Bullet Club and be the Golden Bullets or something? Yeah. We'll see what happens. They should. They should join the Bullet Club. Or at least put them in the AEW version of it. Yeah. Oh, all right. So that's pretty much all I had for AEW this week for the week in review. Let's go ahead and talk some Forbidden Door 2. But it's forbidden to talk about it. We can't. The first rule about Forbidden Door is we don't talk about Forbidden Door. Yeah. The door is forbidden. And open it. All right, yeah, Chris. I have an locked. important question since you're watching Dynamite. Yes. Which one's better? Sky Blue. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you see that video of of that tag match with Willow? And she's like on the like ring apron, just like shaking yeah. it. I was like, jeez. <laughs> That was from a collision last week. Yeah, that's it. I was like, like oh. there are so many pictures like of her on the apron, and they're like, "Hey, did anybody notice the ropes are red?" <laughs> 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 and it's just sky blue and her ass. So, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Anna J is not bad looking. I just think sky blue has better assets. I just love Anna Jay's wearing a fat ass attitude shirt. <laughs> I think isn't that her new shirt? I guess so. It's funny. But AW's got so many women with like big asses, it's great. You know, because they all wear like little tight shorts, little short shorts. So it's awesome. <laughs> I've watched other wrestling, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you are a lion sack of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sad thing is, is I could probably ask your wife about it. And she'd call you a lion sack of shit too. 
But hey, your wife? No, she knows I I watch wrestling for the rest. Uh huh. She. All I remember is GalaxyCon last year. We're walking through. This is me, Carl, and John John, and this chick walks by, and her ass cheeks are hanging out, and Carl's son, just like his head, just completely turns and watches her walk all the way by us. Oh, it was great. <laughs> Parenting win, Carl. Parenting win. And he was watching this with the rest of them. Yeah. All right, let's run down the card here real quick for Forbidden Door before we get into some of these matches and talk about picks. Um, a tag team match that turned into a tag team match challenge that turned into a six-man tag for some reason. Uh, we have Jericho, Suzuki, Sammy Guevara taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and opponent to be determined to be announced on Collision this week. Uh, we've got... 10-man tag with Takeshita, Shota Umino, and the Blackpool Combat Club taking on Eddie Kingston, Tomohiro, Tomohiro Ishii, and the Elite. Uh, Tony Storm defending the AEW Women's World Championship against Willow Nightingale. Orange Cassidy defending the International Championship against Daniel Garcia, Zach, Jaber, Zach Saber Jr., and Shavada. Uh, CM Punk versus Kojima in an Owen Hart Cup first round matchup. MJF defending the AEW World Championship against Tanahashi. Sonata defending the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against the human charisma vacuum himself, Jungle Boy. Kenny Omega defending the IWGP, IWGP United States Championship against Will Ospreay. And the ultimate dream match, Okada versus Brian Danielson. There are some matches on this card that I'm not excited for, like Sonata versus Jungle Boy. <laughs> and there are some matches I'm I'm hyped for, like Danielson versus Okada. Oh. I thought you were ready to see Tony Storm versus Will Nightingale. Did you see? I did you add the? Uh, did you add the Adam Cole match? I kind of was listening. Uh no. When did that one get? It was on Rampage. Oh, so I just announced that one. Who's your wrestling? Uh, I don't remember the guy's name. To be honest. Damn it! Damn it! Now we can't take it if you don't remember the name. <laughs> I also was gonna say, are we gonna pick uh, um, are we picking MJF and uh, Tanahashi? Because you know it should happen. I'd be very shocked if it doesn't happen. What's that? MJF versus Tanahashi. Yeah, it's happening. They announced that. Um. Well, I know, uh, but yeah. MJF keeps saying he's not gonna be there. I hope either. He'll be there. Uh, it's uh, Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Built Tom, Tom Lawler. Ooh. From uh, MLW fame. Interesting. That should be pretty solid. 
Uh, let me go ahead and add that one on here now. <clears throat> All right. I kind of feel like they could have did more to build this pay-per-view up than what they did. They just literally just waited to like the last two weeks to to build this up. Yeah. I feel like they did the same thing last year. It, yeah, it was the same thing. All right, uh, let's get into it here. Carl, you are a defending champion. Yeah, man, like always. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you got first picks. So let's start off here. Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler. Um, Adam Cole. All right, Garrett, who you got? I also have Adam Cole. All right, I'm going for the trifecta here with Adam Cole. <laughs> Right. Okay, I'll move on to the next one. Chris Jericho for the six-man tag match. Jericho, Suzuki, Sammy Guevara taking on the team of Sting, Darby Allen, and their yet-to-be-announced partner. Did they say if it was going to be a Japanese guy or a American? Um, I'm sure it'll probably be a Japanese wrestler. No, probably. I think it's yeah, going to be yeah. someone that Jericho's got history with. Sting kind of alluded to that Wednesday. Yeah, give me, give me Sting and Darby It'd be like, be like Naito or something. That's cool. what I was thinking. He's the only one that's like not on this card. Yeah, it was. Was he on last year's card too? I don't think so. Dude, what if it's Takamichineku? <laughs> Sky um, Blue advances in the women's own heart cup tournament. She sure does. Uh, give me um, the mystery opponent. I'm going to go the same. I think uh, Sammy's going to turn on Jericho during this match. <laughs> Or at least at, or probably after the match, one of the two. All right. Ten man tag to catch Umino, Blackpool Combat Club versus Kingston, Ishii, and the Elite. Uh give me the elite. The elite. Give me uh the new god of pro wrestling. To catch up? <laughs> yep. He's the new god of pro wrestling. Is he? Yeah. I thought the god of wrestling was Bubba Ray Dudley. <laughs> oh, this is kind of a tough one here, but I think I'm going to follow suit with Garrett and take. Um, Takesha Umino and the BCC. 
Huh? Exactly, Elite. I think so. AEW show. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got Blackpool Combat Club in there too. It's a 10-man tag match. So. Yeah, I know. But you have the Elite. Usually the Elite do the Elite stuff, especially if it's like some kind of interpromotional stuff. We'll see. All right. Um, AEW Women's Championship. Tony Storm defending against Willow Nightingale, the current New Japan Strong Women's Champion. Give me Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Here we go. I would take. Uh, <laughs> I would take. Uh, <laughs> I'll take the god of asses uh, of pro wrestling. The god of asses. The goddess of asses of pro wrestling. Uh, I think we're all going with we're all going with Tony Storm on that one. <laughs> I think Willow is going to win the AEW Women's Championship. All right, international championship. Orange Cassidy defending against Daniel Garcia, Zack Saber Jr., and Shibata. Uh, fucking Orange Cassidy does something stupid. Puts his hands in his pockets and hits him in top wins. And then Garrett texts his new like, see, he can really wrestle. <laughs> no, that's that's what Chris is gonna do. <laughs> uh, I, I actually am gonna go with Daniel Garcia. I, as well, I'm going with Daniel Garcia. All right. Um, Owen Hart Cup first round matchup. CM Punk versus Kojima. I'm going Kojima. No, I'm kidding. Uh, CM Punk. I think this is going to come down to Punk and Samoa Joe. Um, give me, uh, Philip. Philip. Phil McCracken. Phil McCracken. <laughs> Taking Punk as well. Um, world champion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, AW World Championship, MJF versus Tanahashi. Is it for the belt or no? <laughs> yes. MJF. Um, MJF. Right. Um, should I just fill in Sonata for this one for everyone? (laughs) (laughs) Sonata versus Jungle Boy, the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. (laughs) I mean, there's Um, no way. Yeah, there's no way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, the cleaner. I'm sure it's going to be a pretty decent match. Like, I just, Sonata is not losing that title to Jungle Boy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, just dumb. Oh, all right, what else we got here? We've got Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP US Championship. 
I'm going to go uh, Will Ospreay on this one. Here we got for this one. Gonna pick Kenny by God Omega. So they're doing um Brody King versus Andrade tomorrow night. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Should be pretty solid. I as well I'm going with Will Ospreay since this is a new Japan title that Kenny Omega has. I can see them I can see Omega dropping it to Osprey. And then the match of the night, Okada versus Brian Danielson. This is going to be a tough one to pick. Yeah. I'm going to go Okada. I am also going with Okada. I guess I will be the the black sheep on this one and go with uh, Brian Danielson. Either way, it's going to be probably the best match on the card. Yeah. And if, All right, so there uh, we go for Bend Door 2. Dang, I should have guessed a 60-minute time draw. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the funny thing. Can both of you imagine it going a 60-minute time limit draw? Yeah. Yeah. I can say go on 60 minutes for sure. Uh-uh. Definitely. Doki. This dude looks like uh, like, like a Wish version of yeah. I was gonna say a, a Wish <laughs> Sub Zero. It's not Glacier, is it? No, no. Glacier was a hell of a lot cooler than this guy. <laughs> oh man. All right, so earlier today, I went ahead and I updated our total points for 2023 for our uh, predictions. So this is our standings right now. Um, I have 294.5 because we all got half points for, I think it's for WrestleMania for something. Uh, Carl's got 261.5 and Garrett, you're at 284.5. Oh uh, yeah! <laughs> Go for that. All right. So that I was guess I'm one of these off the wall predictions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome! All right, let's go. Wrestler of the week this week. It was my pick, um, and I went with Psychosis. And the match recommendation for that is the. Uh, Two out of three falls match, um, Psychosis versus Rey Mysterio, which is on ECW television, October 17th, 1995. Oh, that's the one with the hurricane right off the car? I think so. If I remember correctly. I know it was a hell of a match, though. Yeah. And I was like, the first introduction really to um, Luchadors well, in the well. U.S. market, like nationwide. So. And they go on to uh, WCW, and uh, well, at least one of them would become like the most popular luchador of all time. So, and then, yeah. and both yeah, would like end up losing. <laughs> and both of them <laughs> ended up losing their masks in Jericho. So, 
or one of them to Jericho. I think who did Bray lose his mask to? I think it was Nash. Bray lost it. Kevin Nash, yeah. Yeah. Not here versus mask match. But. but they both lost their masks in, in WCW. So. But uh, yeah, we'll have a, uh, there's a YouTube link that'll be up in the show description um, for some highlights from that matchup. Um, I'm sure you can find the full match somewhere. Um, you definitely find it on the cock. I'm sure it's up there, um, especially with, like Rey Mysterio's greatest matches of all time. So. Awesome. All right, and let's jump over to No Holds Barred this week, which is brought to you by the Triangle Terracon, Durham's premier horror convention. Uh, don't miss out on meeting the one and only Rachel True from The Craft, Half-Baked, and the upcoming Half-Baked 2. Tickets are on sale now. Check out triangleterracon.com for more info and to purchase tickets. Some stuff. All right, so what we got this week? No Holds Barred. Uh, fucking nothing going on in between. I don't know anybody that got drafted in the NBA draft, so don't care to talk about that. Uh, Why does NBA do their draft like so early? Maybe. Like then they all do them like. Yeah, they all. They well, they all all the sports do that. Uh, Yeah, because they they gotta train before they start the next season, guys. Like you can't just have like somebody come like fresh into <laughs> into a league from college and have to fucking like have no practice behind their belt or anything. Sure you can. <laughs> Why not? Watch them get we don't need down. we don't need training camps and performance centers. Like practice. You wanna talk about practice? Ooh, NBA draft is really not is not as exciting as the NFL. NFL like, you know. A little bit more interesting, like NBA, like half people drafted don't really make it. But well, it's probably more yeah. exciting than the Major League Baseball draft. Well, yeah, because the Major League Baseball ball draft, those people don't like really play in the. Uh, those the guys go don't go to the majors. Yeah, they yeah. go to the minors, and then yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, there's a few people that. But yeah, but yeah, ba- the baseball draft is kind of stupid. So, but yeah, the basketball—they uh, try to make it interesting with like the draft pick or the lottery. But it's still, like I said, like outside of the top three, and usually even then, like you're not guaranteed they'll make it. Like it's to me, it's kind of pointless. Yep. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot going on. Uh, Secret Invasion drops um, the first episode on Disney Plus this week, so it's definitely something to check out if you haven't yet. I know I haven't watched it yet. Um, more movie news: The Flash bombed at the box office. good? good? I from the people that have seen it, they said it's probably one of the best superhero movies they've seen. I just think it bombed because of all the Ezra Miller shit. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people that refuse to to pay theater money to see it because of because of him still being in it. And like Warner Brothers just basically swept everything under the rug and tried to keep it, you know, try to make it go away type of thing. 
I'll watch it. Like, I don't want to go to the theater theater and see it. Like I'll watch it when it hits HBO Max. Okay, sure. But still like the I don't know what it what it came in, but as far as like opening weekend and stuff, but um had that come out, Transformers, like a whole bunch of stuff came out over the last couple of weeks. So. Pretty awesome. Um some anime news that dropped the uh, One Piece, the Netflix One Piece trailer. Uh, not thrilled about that one, Garrett? I don't like live action animes. They're usually terrible. I know um, Death Note was pretty bad. Like, the only saving grace from that was Willem Dafoe. So, yeah. the, uh, I mean, I'm not really into, like, cartoon animes, to be honest. Like, I watched Pokemon, like Sailor Moon, or a little bit of Sailor Moon. I like Sailor Moon because it's got the boom anime babes that make me think the wrong things. I'll say, Carl, you literally can't tell me that you watched Sailor Moon, but you didn't watch Dragon Ball. I did not watch Dragon Ball. To be honest, like I've never seen a Dragon Ball episode. That's crazy, because Sailor Moon used to come on before Dragon Ball. So most oh, people de- watch Sailor Moon, then watch Dragon Sailor Ball. Sailor Moon, I watched, um, Dragon Ball. I watched Sailor Moon in the mornings before school. Yeah. Like, there was, like, a, like an hour anime block. It was Sailor Moon and uh, Ronin Warriors. Uh. Like, from 6, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. Uh, that must have been what it was for you guys. Yeah, not what it was for me. Sailor Moon, Is, Dragon Ball. Did they did they do um Sailor Moon on Cartoon Network with Dragon Ball? Mm-hmm. They must have they must have rebooted it or something because Sailor Moon came on on like Fox or WB when I was. No, they got like they have like um Hulu's got was it Sailor Moon Crystal, which is like a like a revamped version of the original Sailor Moon. Uh, it's literally like the same exact same thing, like same damn thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, never watched Dragon Ball Z. Didn't watch Yu Gi Oh! Didn't oh, love Loved Yu Gi Oh! Xavier is really into Yu Gi Oh! right now. I never watched the Airbender. Uh, Avatar is really good. Avatar is never awful. watched. Never watched. Uh, I I watched like a little bit of Digimon, but then I was just like, yeah, it's a Digimon. Digimon was garbage. See, I like uh, Digimon better than Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I only watched Pokemon because I played the video game. I just like oh. some of the uh, the evolutions. I thought were cool, like War Greymon and. And I think it came on after X-Men. And I was just too lazy to turn the channel. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched I watched X-Men. I watched X-Men, Spider-Man, Batman, Bobby's World. I love uh, Bobby's World. Bobby's, Bobby's World's on Amazon Prime. Um, 
what's a couple uh other good cartoons from back in the day? Bobby's World was awesome. There's um Life with Louie, the Louie Anderson cartoon. Yeah, like, uh, a little kid. that was great. Remember uh, Goosebumps in Erie, Indiana? I love Erie, Indiana. They had that on um. It was on Prime for a little bit. I don't know if it's still on there, but I went through. I watched that whole series again, and then they did like another series a few years later, which wasn't as good. It was it was really bad. It was like really shitty. Okay. It was like when they tried uh, to do um. Um. Oh, what was that fucking thing on Nickelodeon? Are you afraid of the dark? When they tried to do it again with like the a new cast, it just wasn't as good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, all kinds of like little gargoyles. Love gargoyles. All good stuff. Um, we started watching My Hero Academia. So like good. within the last week, and we're almost done with the first season. Those are yeah. like marathon watching episodes. So good. It was really good. Oh, the Power, I the Power Rangers. I forget about the Mighty Wolf and Power Rangers. That was another. <laughs> yeah, My Hero's probably like one of the best, like, new ones. Yeah. Watching that, and then um, I think we're all caught up. They're all caught up with Demon Slayer. They've been, like, binge watching that. I had yeah, to I freaking... haven't watched that. I know that's really good, though, too. <laughs> it's... Yeah, they love it. So I we had to, had to freaking do a subscription to Crunchyroll so they can watch the new season. Like, Satana's obsessed with, like, Japanese stuff. She's started learning... Started uh, learning Japanese on Duolingo. Nice. She's pretty psyched about that pretty cool oh uh, what else i got oh the uh, new ninja turtles figures <laughs> apparently target has an issue with street dates again <laughs> and they keep putting them out <laughs> so when they I, like uh, uh, they like kaiju at all uh xavier does he's been watching um he likes pacific rim and he's like godzilla all that yeah, if I was gonna like choose like any kind of like Japanese culture, it'd be like kind of like I like Godzilla, Gamera, stuff like that. Well, Paul Sonata is in a group called Just Five Guys. Yep, he is. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> it's all good. They, they before he joined, they were just four guys. No, so now they're just five guys. Yep. So that brings someone else in. Now they're just like just six guys. I guess so. Now there's there's bringing a uh, big bag of fries. <laughs> you know what? I just want to say this. I, I, don't, I don't know. I would love your guys' opinion on this. But I think New Japan has the best design title belts in any company. Right now? Yeah, probably. Yeah. And a lot of people hate that world title. Like, they do not like the design of that world title, but I think it's one of the better looking ones. It's better yep. than fucking WWE's world title and universal yeah. title. 
Intercontinental title, uh, tag team title, better looking than, uh, I don't know, maybe the AEW world title probably looks better, but like overall, like all the belts combined, New Japan probably has better looking ones. Yeah. Yep. I think it's just like the amount of like stuff they put into it is what makes it so yeah. good too. Oh man! All right, well, Garrett, I skipped over this one. Um, I don't know why. I guess I was just in a hurry to get the no holds barred. <laughs> you were overrated, underrated this week. What you got for us? I didn't think you would want me to do it this week. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's fine. Lots in the notes. I'm just all right. Skipped ahead for uh, some reason. Get back yeah. to it. Underrated. Underrated. All right. He's Tajiri. Tajiri. Tajiri, underrated. Definitely underrated. All right. Uh, Francine. I'm going to go underrated. Yeah, I think I agree with that one. Like, she wasn't... I don't know. I didn't think she was a good manager. Like, she didn't work with... Like, I mean, I mean, she managed the impact impact players, but, like, her best work was with the franchise, and she just couldn't, like... I don't know. So, I'm, I'm going to go rightly rated on that one. So. All right. Uh, tag team, uh, the hybrid two underrated, yeah, underrated. So much uh, more they could have done with those two. Uh, Rocky Romero, rightly rated. I would say underrated. Right. And I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to say it anyway. James Mitchell. Underrated. Definitely underrated. <laughs> sinister did, minister. This wasn't an overrated quiz. Quiz. This is an underrated quiz. Next <laughs> week, you'll get your overrated quiz. Uh, for a second there, for a second there, I thought you were going like all ECW theme and then. Yeah. Like you kind of straight I, away there. I, I, get, I get in a funk where I just start looking up ECW and I just start writing them all down. Okay. If you start watching that shit, dude, it's good stuff. I, I have. I've gone back and watched some stuff. I think one point... Um, some point we're gonna do a couple of bonus episodes with uh some watch along stuff. Just haven't decided on what yet. Carl had an idea of doing um some old like pay per views like WCW or ECW. I was thinking maybe some like um <laughs> some crappy movies like Mr. Nanny and Suburban Commando. <laughs> That'd be fun. Or Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> crappy Hulk Hogan movies. <laughs> I still want my suburban commando Hogan action figure. Mattel needs to get on that shit. 
It's going to be a two-pack with Hogan and The Undertaker as the bounty hunter. <laughs> with his high-pitched voice. You're a dead man, Ramsey. Oh, awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us for this week. I don't really have much else to add. So, um, Theme of the week this week. Garrett, your pick. What you got for us? All right. So, I got a question. Have we done... Uh... We've done three six mafia. Three six mafia. Uh, the only song they did was Mark Henry's, wasn't it? Correct. We haven't done it as a. We haven't done it as a. We uh, had him as a, a friend of mine. Oh, gotcha. Well, gonna be the thing this week. Oh, Henry, the Hall of Fame. I did it. We might not have another. I think I might have been thinking that when I did my fantasy, I had them as like uh, opening like a couple of my shows. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd ask. I have another one of mine, but I and I'd ask you guys to pick, but I already know which one. No, I'm 36 Mafia. So I'm just going to stick with 36 Mafia. And then I'll yeah. do my other one I got next time. Yeah. I'm so sure we have done that. Ass, you got to find the version with them like 36 Mafia starting it off. Slap on my mouth. <laughs> All right, so we end it. Mark Henry's theme. Never thought it'd be a theme of the week, but yeah. it's not a bad theme. Definitely better than some of the other ones. Oh, I, I have a lot of things to pick from in my head. <laughs> Surprised we haven't down to John Cena theme yet. Well, maybe John Cena needs some good theme songs in that big bug. Uh, like basic ergonomics. You know, he actually, there's actually another one that he had not too bad. It's not ergonomics or uh, uh, my time right now. Sorry, he had another one. No, he had another. No, one. he had a he had a generic one, like before he became the the rapper. Uh, no, he's got he's got like I think he's got another one that's like a rap one too. Oh, uh, oh look! Wow, you I don't. I only remember um, basic economics when my time is up. You probably listening to his album and me didn't know it. Good, <laughs> probably. I don't. It doesn't hold a candle to Macho Man's rap album. Be <laughs> a man, Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us for this week. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. This is episode 192 of the Russell Gunner Podcast. Uh, on behalf of myself, Chris Heat Matthews, Garrett G. Money Mun, and the Tennessee Jesus Call Crossing. Thanks for listening, and we'll check you all next week. Later, Marks. And remember, never trust a sub over a foot long. Three C's, Mafia. Yeah. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa!
Mafia. 